0: Hey, everyone. In this episode, we will be discussing last-minute tips before going off to college. You're not going to want to miss this. Listen now. Hi, I'm Kiki. And I'm Kemi. And you're listening to... Your Advisors Will See You Now, a podcast that will help you to figure out all of your options for life after high school. everyone. Thank you for listening in to another one of our episodes. If you are just listening now, we highly encourage you to continue listening because we're actually having a full-on forever series, I guess you could say, about uh, careers um, for, for career selection. So we know that there's a lot of teenagers out there that are trying to figure out what their interests are or what career they even want to go in. And Kiki and I firmly believe that you need to establish your interests first before deciding and automatically applying to colleges. So that way you understand if you should go to a community college, a four-year college, or apprenticeship, or a trade school. So we find that very important. So make Mm -hmm. sure you're listening to the rest of the series. But for today, we are going to have our smaller episode, which we call Relevant Rambles. Our Relevant Rambles are smaller episodes dedicated to anything and all things in higher education. So this week, we thought that it would be great to have a list of last-minute tips before going off to college, because in a few weeks, you'll have a lot of seniors that are going to become freshmen in college and since it's your first year you know you're going to want a lot of advice because it is a transition it's something totally different so we have a list here for you guys to take note of kiki do you want to kick off with the first one
1: yes i can start thanks for that lovely introduction Probably well, we haven't done a relevant ramble in a long time, but um, yeah. so for this first tip, something that we think is really important is to establish check-ins with your parents or your support systems or your guardians. When you go off to college, you're, it's, you're independent, your time is going to look different, your parents aren't taking you to school for the most part if you're going off to college, your parents aren't dropping you off at school Getting to class by yourself and things like that. So your time is just gonna look a lot different. We just really think it's important to establish when you want to talk to your parents and how you wanna to talk to them. If you wanna say, like maybe once a week, we have a phone call, but you can, you know, you wanna text with them every few days, great. If you wanna to talk to them every day, then that's awesome too. I'm pretty sure I talked to my mom. Every day when I first got to college, or probably the whole time I was there, but just making sure that you are staying in touch with your parents, maybe your grandparents, aunts and uncles, whoevers in your support system that you want to stay in touch with, just so that, you know, you're not not well, they're not hearing from you for weeks on end um because you didn't want to answer their phone call or something like that. So um just something really important to establish before you even go off to school, how you want to communicate with your parents while you're away at school.
0: Yeah, I think that's great. Even just saying, like, hey, I'm going to touch base with you once or twice a week. I might be busy. Because especially the first orientation week, you feel like they're, you're getting brought everywhere and you're getting mm-hmm. introduced to a bunch of new things. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, the second weekend, my mom was like, hey, I don't even hear from you. What the heck? You forget about me? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm sorry. I just have so many things. I'm God. trying to balance. So... Just quick check-ins. That's great with your parents. Just let them know so that way
1: yeah.
0: they yes, out time.
1: Yeah, I know. Don't even, worry. Yeah, even if you just like want to send them like, if like Kimmy mentioned your orientation, send them a picture of yourself. Like maybe you made a friend or something. Maybe that's cheesy, but you know, send a picture of some ev- event that you're at so they can see like, okay, you're 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 fine. Even if you're not yeah. texting with them or talking with them on the phone, just something that they can say, okay, like my kid is communicating with me in some in some way. Yes, yes, mm. yes.
0: So the next thing on our list is making sure that your housing is solidified. So this is very important if you're going to be staying on campus. So make sure you're reading all of your emails that you're getting in terms of when you're going to arrive and make sure that you know the process of where where on campus your dorm is going to be. So make sure you kind of they'll probably send you a map to locate where your housing will be. Make sure you know where to pick up your keys. You'll probably have a bunch of students in like t-shirts that currently go to your college and they're kind of like pointing you this way and clapping and smiling and cheering. So at least you'll have help with moving in as well. But make sure you have all that solidified. If you have a roommate, check in with your roommate ahead of time as well. So that way you can see when both of you will be arriving. And so that way you can start moving in together or figuring out things in your room and room
1: placement. So that's very important. Mm Mm-hmm. The next tip is to make sure your classes are registered and that during times that work for you. So you absolutely don't want to get to college. You don't want to get to orientation. You're all moved in and you don't have a schedule that, don't, that doesn't even make any sense. So I'm pretty sure when you're in your first semester, you know, before you even get to college, they are emailing you. So this is a reminder be checking your email at this time too. If you are, if you haven't already established your schedule, haven't already um registered for your classes, Check your email, make sure you understand how that process works as a first year student getting registered into your courses. And they usually let you choose your times, you know, as well. When you're in your first year, you may not be getting the best times. But what we're we're referring to here is if you know you're not a morning person, maybe try not to take as many 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. classes. If you know you want to sleep in, Try to get classes that are a little bit later. Maybe the sacrifice for this, you know, first semester is you have to have Friday classes as well. As you get through your, you know, as you get progress through your college years, you may have more options of what you, the times you choose and things. So, we're just saying if you know yourself, if you know you like mornings, try to take morning classes. If you know you're not a morning person, try to schedule your classes for later. Um, But hopefully, you've already figured out how you need to go about doing this for that first semester, whether, whether it's at orientation or again, checking your email to see how your college is doing that process. Yes. And I would say
0: if the registration hasn't opened, which it probably should be by now register as soon as possible, because if mm-hmm. there's two sections of a class that you need to take, if one's at 10 AM versus one that's at like seven 30, you really want that 10 a.m. If you register, if you're first, you can get the slot that you want. So don't wait last minute. And likely what's going to happen is if you reach out to your scheduler or advisor and say, hey, I was late, can I get into this slot? If this section's full, then the section's full, because that's usually mm-hmm. how many students that the professor wants in that class or the number of seating that's in that class. The only time when really the schedulers or advisors can work is if there's like a class conflict. So it's like one class you're registered in and you have to take this other class and that you need to take it. So that's the only reason when they can kind of work around with you. But other than that, if you want what you want, register early. Just mm-hmm. register early.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Or the next point. So orientation can be a bit overwhelming, but usually they will give you an agenda. The biggest thing we would advise you is to have a highlighter and a pen. You're going to get a lot of information thrown at you at once. It's so interesting having went to orientation as a student and then Mm -hmm. working in a college setting and trying to create an orientation because there's so much information that we want you to know ahead of time so that way you can transition properly, but We do understand that it can be an information overload. So, with that, have a highlighter, have a pen. So that way you're writing down all this information that you can go and refer back to later. The main things that you need to uh, write down are resources that you think will be helpful to you. So, for example, a writing center. If your library has a writing center, write that down. Say, oh, they do have a writing center. This is where I can go if I need help with my papers. Mm -hmm. Here are the hours. Uh, if I need to talk to, if I have, have counseling on your campus, oh, okay, this is the counseling center. So familiarizing yourself with where everything is is at on campus so you know where to go and how to utilize them. Um, but there's going to be so much information thrown at you. So I would also say review the campus map. And then in addition to that, I would say look at your student manual. This one is very, very, very is disregarded a lot. So look at your student manual because you'll know your student conduct in terms mm-hmm. of one. how you need to behave on campus. If you cheat on a test, uh, there's so many things labeled in there in terms of what you should be ca- doing on campus and what you shouldn't be doing on campus and what could right. actually get you kicked off of campus. And usually they'll have you sign off on this somewhere electronically or paper-wise, they'll have you sign off on it. So this is kind of a good adult first step for you to go through reading a contract too and reading a manual. Mm -hmm. Read that first so that way you understand what you're signing off on and you know how
1: things run on campus and how you should be behaving
0: and what your conduct should be.
1: Right. I would would even say in addition to that, the manuals are really important because it talks about your class policies, which will always be in your course syllabus, but things like withdrawing from classes, you know, I I, I feel like I have a lot of students and I'm sure you have too, Kemi, that try to come and withdraw after the withdrawal period. Yes. And all I can really say is, did you refer to your course syllabus? Did you refer to the manual to understand what our withdrawal period is? Or even um, if you got, you you know, if you get through the year and you have a grade, you don't agree with, you want to appeal it. You can't wait a year to try to appeal a grade. There's always a period of time. So this, the manual, like Kimmy like Kim just mentioned, is for student conduct, but also course policies and procedures, things like that. So you want to know those things. So you're not coming to your advisor, coming to your instructor. And it's fine to ask us, but we just think it's a great idea for you to know on the front end. So there are no surprises for you when you miss a deadline, you know that you have to take responsibility for, for those dates. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, Look at your mm-hmm. academic calendar and your student manual. Yeah.
1: For sure. The calendar is important too. And when, when they give you all, I know I feel like at Elon, we got those little planners that had like all the dates in them. I don't think I used it like that because it wasn't cute. But if you want to, if you have a cute planner and you, you know, if your college gives you dates, write them down in your planner if you don't like what they give you that's fine write them down in your planner so that you know as a side note you know when breaks are so you're not stranded (laughs) because you didn't buy a plane ticket or get a ride home but just knowing important dates of the semester is really important to write down even if you know we're saying use your pen use your pencils notebooks and planners if you like to have things in your phone use your phone we're just really trying to harp on being organized and on top of dates and procedures And being an
0: adult is a big part of being an
1: adult. (laughs) Basically, basically. The next tip we're going to share is look for campus jobs early. If you need a campus job or if you want a campus job, look for them early. It can be hard because you've never been to to college before. You don't know the people on the campus. But if you go to your college's employment website, everybody, every school has one. It's not just for full-time staff employees. They also have jobs for work study students. If you have a high school diploma, they a lot of times will have openings for those. So if you know you're eligible for federal work study, which is through your financial aid, and you want to look for a job, what I would say is since you're not on campus yet, or maybe you are, but if you're not if you're not on campus yet, look through the website, see what jobs are available. Then when you get to campus, visit those offices. This is old school. Yes but just go meet them, just go talk to them. Maybe you can get involved in their organization if it is if they have a student organization. That's how I found one of my first jobs um, on campus was I was in a leadership program. I just got to know the staff in the office and I was able to get a work study job through that connection. So you know, just making yourself known to these departments, is a way to get a foot in the door but if you yeah if you think you want to work on campus whether it's work study or not so sometimes you can work in the cafeteria you can work in the bookstore even with just a high school diploma so there's always opportunities even outside of your campus you can go work at the local grocery stores target wherever, restaurants, you know what I'm saying? Just look if you think you need a job um, and make sure you have a way to get to that job if it's off campus. But it's a good idea to start looking for those things early so you know know who to speak to when you get on campus.
0: Yeah, perfect. And then even try to have a little resume that you have created. It doesn't have to be perfect because they understand that some high school students haven't even had any work experience yet, but just try to get a nice little resume on you and I believe firmly what you said, Kiki, going to, if you have like a student center, usually that's where a lot of the administrative offices will be. So go around and introduce yourself. I am a freshman. I'm just, you know, trying to introduce myself. And I was just inquiring if maybe you had any jobs that were available. And I know, guys, that this sounds like a little awkward. You're like, ew, they're going to think I'm weird. No, it re- it- just step outside yourself. And it makes you really shine. It makes you stand out. And you, it just shows that, oh, my goodness, there are freshmen taking this initiative trust and believe that we'll remember you. Because there's been plenty of times where I've had students reach out to me just to introduce themselves. I knew who they were. I knew their work. And it, once I heard about a job opening, opening up, I was like, oh, well, I have the resume here. I right. send them, I'll send them an email. And I'll say, hey, maybe you should look into applying for for this job I think it would be a good fit. And I would also email whoever was in charge of that position. So it's really great to do that. Just take the time. Don't be embarrassed. Put yourself out there. You, if you don't ask, you'll never know. So just mm-hmm. do it. For the next tip, check in with your roommate to connect and discuss your dorm list. And most importantly, create a roommate contract. So depending on, I think like I knew about my roommate at least like a month
1: in advance. What about you, Kiki? I know I it's been it was a little Yeah, I, I mean, I want to say it was about a month and some change. Sure. Yeah.
0: So what I did was with my roommate, we just. Uh, We chatted like a little bit ahead of time, and then we just came to a conclusion of what each other was going to bring. So Mm. I think I had like a little TV that I brought, and I I brought that in our room, and then we just shared that together. So that was no problem, because it didn't make sense having two TVs in the room. Usually, if you go to campus, your dorm will at least have a bed there for you, a desk for you maybe like a little dresser and maybe like a little closet or mm-hmm. tall uh, unit for you, depending on what that is. But there are little things that you might want to share together. Maybe you want to do some extra draws, some little extra accents. Maybe you have a, you love decor. And maybe you just want to have uh, have fun with your roommate and have a little theme going on. So just connect with your roommate so that way you know you're not doubling up on supplies that already um, are there or one person is bringing. Save some cash. And the second most important thing was, Making sure that you have a roommate contract. Yes, this sounds cheesy. And yes, you're going to say, oh my goodness, I've talked to this person a little bit. They seem pretty cool. I think that, you know, we're going to be vibing on the same level. Let me tell you now no, just get the contract <laughs> right now in writing and just say, hey, let's take turns taking out the trash. I'll take the trash out on Mondays. You take the trash out on Friday. Mm-hmm. If you want to have company over and you want some private time, put a sock on the door. If you want to have a bunch of friends over for a party, communicate that. You know, if you want maybe just some alone time for you to veg out on like Tuesdays, you just don't want to talk to nobody, which is fine because you're, you're going to want some personal space. Just right. communicate that. Let me know. Text. Have a little contract and that's totally fine. So that way, you know, you can refer back to it. You don't want to have a situation where you're with someone in the same living space and you're having conflict all the time. Mm-hmm. So to make this work and just to still have a good relationship with them, it's always good to have a contract handy. So you can refer back to it saying, hey, we agreed on this. So what, what are we going to do now about it? Do we have to discuss it with the RA? What are we thinking? So, yeah, that's my best tip. I'll yeah. um, one.
1: Was, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, Kemi mentioned before you were talking about like not having two TVs? I believe I mentioned it in our episode which we're gonna plug in a second about roommates but I had a so I had two roommates my freshman year. Actually had well two and a half living situations my freshman year. But I had one roommate she had to leave. Second roommate absolutely she brought another TV in the room. We had two TVs in the room. It was like it was just it didn't make sense. And I did not even really spend that much time in there. There was so can you can be talking about conflict we had a lot of tension and conflict in that probably like three, three month period. But that's, I don't even, I don't think we did a, con, a a contract and I think we talked before, but like you said, just because you seem like you get along from one or two conversations doesn't mean anything until no. you establish basically boundaries. So it's very important to do it. Like Kimmy said, it may sound silly, but it's going to go a long way because you have something written down and give it to your RA and let them, mediate if they need to but yeah i, I, I was laughing when you said that because we, we definitely had two tvs in the room and i don't even think we watched it it was just yeah was probably a power move it was silly <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah was me, and, little... me and my um my first roommate we didn't have a contract and i wish we did because mm-hmm. i mean we were it worked out nicely because whenever i was in the room she wasn't in the room whenever she was in the room i really wasn't in the room which was fine But her level of of cleanliness was not where it was at. I'm not saying I am a cleanly, clean, sparkling, white glove person myself. But man, oh man, oh man. It looked like a hurricane hit her side of the room one day. And even she was like, yeah, I'm pretty messy. I was like, yeah, you are messy. (laughs) You weren't lying. (laughs) I was like, yeah, if we could just at least establish a line in the room because it's turning into... I don't even know a good example of it. It was, it was pretty bad. I'm getting into your area. Yeah, you could, Mm -hmm. it was kind of funny. You could come into my room and literally you could see like a line on the floor of of one side being like neat and one side being a mess. Mm -hmm. But um, other than that, it was, it was fine. But I do wish that we did have a contract just to refer Mm -hmm. back to. Mm -hmm. I think it's easier when, because you don't know them. You just don't know them. You don't know them and um then even when we were roommates kiki me you and faith i think we still had like we had some rules we didn't write it down but we did have rules of like well if our, yeah. if our door is closed knock like don't just open the door Right. yeah you know like we did have some basic things that we did or, like let's like tidy up the living like let's make sure the room is like clean and we had but thankfully we knew each other so we knew we were kind of around the same headspace too but right. we did lightly go over some things of like, well, how about this? How about not that? Da, 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 da. But we were pretty open with each other that we would always communicate
1: anyway. So I think mm-hmm. that that worked a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And well, speaking of, I'll just plug in now. What season was that in? I should, have known, I should have known this. But go back and look for our roommate, Relevant Ramble. We mentioned our friend Faith. We did a two-part series about roommates. So Kemi, Faith, and I live together. Like Kemi just mentioned, we talk about, it's, it's funny, we share funny stories, but we also just share some tips um, about having a roommate, living with somebody that maybe you do know, living with somebody that you don't know, and just setting those boundaries, setting those clear guidelines, like we just said, when you have a roommate or roommates living with you. So make sure to go check that episode out just to Thanks, get some y'all. information. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So thank you guys for listening to our relevant ramble. These are our small, we try to keep them small rambles. Um, If you're listening, please follow us on Instagram, share with your family and friends and those who think we might need help. That's the best way that you can help our channel. Um, Also, if you feel led to, we also have a Venmo in the show notes. Kiki's also going to plug another article in the show notes as well that has a packing list so that can help you kind of figure out some things. To bring home or leave um at home so we hope to see you in the next one follow us on instagram and also send us some dms because we want to know what other topics you would like to listen to from us but until then we'll see you in the next one see you bye Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to the latest episode of Your Advisors. We'll see you now. Please make sure to follow us on all of our social media pages and check out our website. Take a look at the show notes
1: below. And please make sure to subscribe and share this podcast. Also, show us some love and please leave a five star review. Catch you next time. See ya.